Hey there, this is John, and I want to take a quick minute to let you guys know about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. You don't even have to do anything. Your podcast will be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more listening platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now back to the show. Rest in peace to Shad Gaspard, who uh, died a hero's death, saving his son from uh, the ocean's waters. And our rest in peace to stardom wrestler Hannah Kimura. Um, I wanted to say that at the end of Queen's shows, she always says to be kind to each other. Uh, at the end of our shows, we always say peace and love to all of you. Uh, and right now in the wrestling community, we need more of that peace, love, and kindness because what happened with Hannah Kimura should never, ever happen in the world. Um, right. If you need someone to talk to or reach out to, uh, if something's wrong, if, even if it's my, in your mind is minor, our DMs are always open. We're here to talk to you. We're here to build a relationship. Um, we just wanted everyone to know that. So with that said, let's get into Double or Nothing with the buy-in. Private Party versus now the Best Friends for the number one contendership for the tag team titles. This match had a lot of good spots, a lot of fun, uh, energetic, it was a fun, energetic match. Uh, Queen, what did you think? Um, I wasn't surprised by the outcome. I'm glad that the Best Friends won. Uh, it seems like the spot that they should be in to face Kenny and Hangman for the titles. I think the program that they're going to produce is going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a good time with that. Private Party looks a, a, a little bit rusty to me, and, and they don't normally look like that. So uh, that was a little disappointing. But overall, I thought it was kind of fun. And, uh, man, Isaiah Cassidy rocks awesome shoes. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> you really do like wrestling fashion, don't you? I really do. It's my thing with JPQ. <laughs> I wonder what you'll have to say about MJF. Um, oh, I have a lot of things to say about MJF. <laughs> Drake, how did you like the buy-in? I liked I liked it a lot. Um, just a pretty solid uh, tag team match. Um, I liked it the best friends one as well. I, I mean, I liked it a little more. Private Party's good, but it does kind of seem like they weren't as like you know on spot as they normally are. They were kind of right. rusties. Um, um, yeah, it was, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, what's, um, Trent's headband flew off and I, that's the first time I've seen that. Now I know why he has it. He had it on kind of balding a little there, but it looked like Seth Rollins. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a really solid match and I'm glad that they're the number one contenders. I think it was a good, um, pre-show match. Yeah. Good, solid tag team match. <clears throat> this, um, yeah, this was a great contest. Um, definitely had the opening match vibe. For sure. Yeah. So, um, having this as the buy-in made sense. It was the match that had the least build going in and was merely an exhibition, but still quite enjoyable. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I agree with all those sentiments. Glad the best friends are moving on to the number one contendership as they've been busting their ass yeah. week in and week out. Hell yeah. And really creating a name for themselves in AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, the next match, which started the show, which was kind of surprising to me, was the Casino Ladder Match. Um, this match was uh, littered with great spots. Um, the first entrant was Kazarian. The second entrant was Scorpio Sky. So we got to see some SCU face-offs. Uh, Kip Sabian was third. Darby Allen was fourth. Fifth was Orange Cassidy. Sixth was Colt Cabana. Seventh was Joey Janela. Eighth was Luchasaurus. And the final uh, participant mm-hmm. was the mystery. Uh, Big name. Mystery guest. And uh, it was pretty awesome. Uh, I listened to your prediction show today, Queen. 
And you nailed it on the head, didn't you? <laughs> I guess so. I, I kind of feel like everybody thought that this was coming, though. Uh, you know, we had some some different ideas about who it might be, but I feel like this one was the one that made the most sense once he was cleared to yeah. come back. So, yeah, I, I'm excited. We finally have a another. Well, there's. Let me rephrase that. I'm excited that they're building their bigger men part of AEW's roster. Oh, nice. uh, it's been missing. It's been missing for a while, and having Brian Cage is going to be uh, monumental for them. Yes, and I'm very, very happy that he's he has a manager in Taz because Absolutely. I've always been oh, yeah. a Brian Cage fan, but he's never excelled on the mic. And his entrance into the match was just perfect for that character because Darby was just about to get that casino chip. But mm -hmm. Taz comes out. And what is this? Is Taz going to try to help Darby? No. He has brought a destructor to stop Darby. Um, which I thought was a great piece of storytelling. What else did you think about the match, Queen? I mean, it was it was chaotic, like you think it would be. Uh, I love the addition of Joey Janela, not, of course, because uh, Ray Phoenix is hurt, but because Joey Janela belongs in ladder matches and things that go boom. So uh, he's awesome, and it was really fun and energetic, and I thought they all had really good chemistry. I think Orange Cassidy stole the show. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'm not really disappointed that Brian Cage uh, won. I just... I don't know. I, I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. That chip thing is, is a little weird. It's kind of large. I thought, <laughs> I mean, I know it had to be bigger, like to take down, right? But it's, it's a little weird. But I think I'm more excited about what comes next more so than the match. But I'm actually really glad it opened the show. It started off things hot. Um, and they had some really good things that they could kind of book out of there as well. Drake? That was a fantastic uh, match. A lot, a lot of uh, like everyone got to showcase like their spots and moves and stuff like that. You know, Darby really shined. Orange really shined. Uh, I loved the surprise debut of um, Brian Cage and uh, Taz as his managers. Great, and I love AW's bringing back managers because that's something that WWE's dropped the ball on right. for a long time. Now, other than like what Paul Heyman. Mm -hmm. And I said, what was his name? Elring with the uh, yeah, Paul Elring with with the, with the authors of Pain. So it's really, and I didn't, I I didn't see a whole lot of Brian Cage. You said, you know, he's not much of a mic talker, so it's good he's got a mouthpiece. You know, um, uh, I, I had a feeling he was going to win since he was a surprise uh, debut. Um, so I'm I'm okay with that decision actually, and like I'm also glad that there's more powerhouses now because they were lacking in like the powerhouse department like you know the guys WWE had guys like batista lesnar uh you know but um they just need they do need bigger guys and i'd it'd be interesting to see him go against uh you know wardlow luchasaurus we got to see some of that action mm -hmm. with luchasaurus yeah. in this match they yeah he a, picked him up dude they yeah, did a great crazy. striking exchange yeah. and uh he flipped out of a choke slam by from luchasaurus and yeah power bombed him into the yeah, a ladder. I'm excited to see where this will go, but I loved a lot of the spots. I loved Darby with the skateboard on top of the ladder. That was great. And I loved when they all buried Brian Cage underneath all the crap and the barriers. And he was like, where'd he go? You know? <laughs> he, he, he got like a shiner, man. He got his eye was yeah. all. But a lot of great spots. Um, it was a really fun and entertaining match. Um, I, was, I'm, I was pleased by basically all of it. <laughs> John, what did you think about uh, the uh, involvement of Penelope Ford and or uh, Jimmy Havoc? Um, God, that was funny. I think that it further proves that Kip Sabian can do nothing on his own. And <laughs> he can't even win with the help. So, like, I mean, having Jimmy, Jimmy Havoc should have been in the match. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really missed having Jimmy Havoc somewhere on this card. Right. Especially with all the hardcore stuff I that agree happened. I you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and seeing... I don't know why they could have had him in there. Seeing Darby Allen with the skateboard uh, gave me the thought. We need wrestling fans need to start a petition to have Darby Allen be an unlockable character in the Tony Hawk Pro Skater re remaster. <laughs> that needs to happen. And uh, the only thing I missed, I wanted a coffin drop off of the ladder. We kind of got one on to Brian oh, Cage, yeah. but I wanted through a table or through another ladder or something Absolutely. like that. Yeah, I thought. Um... Uh, like you said, Queen, Orange Cassidy 
did have a great showing. I loved mm. how he climbed up the ladder on Cage's back and <laughs> how he fought off Ford and Kip Sabian on the good. ladder. Um, I really wanted Darby to win because uh, his his notoriety in AEW keeps skyrocketing. But with right. the addition of, with Cage with Taz, uh, you were Game you were changer. also talking about what's going to happen with the casino chip. I have a feeling that there's going to be a program with Darby Allen trying to get that casino chip off of Cage. Ooh. What do you think, Queen? That would be very interesting. Um, you know, I, I love Darby Allen, and I really want him to, to do big things. I just don't know if now's the right time, y'all. Um, I think they have a lot of irons in the fire with other people, and I think we're going to build and build and build Darby Allen until it's like we're ravenous for him to have the title, and then we'll mm. finally get that moment. Uh, with pyro and, and all the craziness and hopefully by that point maybe next year some fans but I, I don't know it's uh it, it's tough maybe they'll be in a program together uh trying to take that chip it'd be cool it'd be cool if if they had that um uh, what do you call that stipulation for that chip that it could be taken yeah, yeah. all right moving on to the next match slow bill with darby i actually think it is a good idea yeah because by the time he gets a title, we're all going to be we're going to love it. Kind of like they did with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about the salt of the earth. MJF <laughs> versus your boy Jack Perry. Double. Uh, MJF came out wearing a fantastic coat, jacket, vest thing. Uh, this was a really good back and forth wrestling match. They there was a lot of uh, mat wrestling and um, Jungle Boy did do some suicide dives and a tope con yeah. hero. Uh, there was a vicious looking poison Rana on the apron. Yeah. <laughs> um, but MJF did win in a uh, exchange of roll ups. Um, what did you think about this match, Queen? Uh, this was the best wrestling match for me of the night. I just think that they they have excellent chemistry. It's it's one of those things where you could just kind of watch them fight forever and fight over and over again without it be boring. Um, plus, you know, Jungle Boy, if you've seen him on the indies before he came to AEW, he's so much potential and he's super charismatic and without doing very much, like without saying very much really is what I mean. Um, he's really engaging and, and I feel like his stock rose so high in this match, um, or after this match, with a lot of people. And I just think that, like, even though he lost, it's not really a loss. And, you know, it went to the right person. MJF should win um, at this juncture. Uh, and uh, Jungle Boy looks great. Drake? I agree with a lot of that. Um, I was on the fence. I didn't really know who I wanted to win because I liked them both a lot. MJF, he got one of the best heels today. And then uh, Jack Perry, I agree. He has so much charisma without even really doing that much talking. Right. He's just he's just got the look. He's got the it factor, as you know, McMahon's like to say the it factor. Uh, I I really thought it was a solid, great you know, a wrestling match. I agree. It might be the most solid you know just proper wrestling match of the night. You know, with like mm -hmm. limited spots and stuff like that. Uh, really great exchange. Um, like I said, Jack's a made star. Uh, Great baby face. He's going to be the future of the company in the in, in the industry. MGF, great heel, going to be uh, <laughs> future for the company. Uh, yeah, um, but uh, I was I kind of as the match was progressing, I kind of wanted uh, Jungle Boy to win. But you know, uh, MGF's got that undefeated streak, right? So you might as well yeah. might as well keep dragging that out for a while. I mean, it just makes people hate him even more. So, oh, definitely. So <laughs> you know, screw it. You know, just drag it out. So yeah, really great match. Um, I, I'm okay with the outcome. You know. The sky's the limit for these guys, you know, years to come. Yeah, I'm also okay with the outcome. Uh, MJF was my pick on our prediction on, on our prediction show. Mm. Um, MJF really is, and you both said it, but I'll reiterate it. He really is one of the top heels in wrestling Absolutely. today. And Jungle Boy and Marco and Luchasaurus are all top faces. Mm -hmm. And I, every time I see them together. All I can think is I still I'm waiting for the announcement of the trio's title. If it's going to happen mm. in any big American promotion, it's going to be AEW because mm. they have so many trios. But right now, a lot of those people are stuck in other countries and whatnot. But uh, mm. Jungle Boy, man, 
He really is. He's the future. All right. On to the bi- one of the bigger matches of the evening, the TNT Championship match. Cody versus Lance Archer. And boy, did this one start off hot. Archer came to the ring with a sweet-ass mask and beat somebody down from the back to the ring. Uh, he hit a blackout on Cody oh, immediately. Like Archer. There was uh, <laughs> there was a point where Cody went to do a Cody cutter and he hit a big pounce on it. Uh, Archer hit a big pounce on Cody. Um, there was a great spot where uh, Cody DDT'd um, Archer in front of Jake, and then Jake went nuts, and then Archer hit a spine buster. To um, to Cody in front of Arn. Um, eventually, Arn and uh, Jake got ejected by Mike Tyson. Um, <laughs> the end of the match. I thought Archer was going to win, but the the company man, Cody Rhodes, takes it. What did you think? <laughs> what did you think, Queen? This is where the pay per view took a turn for me. Um, I like. I like in Lance Archer. I thought the the his performance in the match w- was excellent, but uh, I did not. I didn't like this. I don't think this match needed a belt whatsoever. This is, transcends that. These two are top tier. You know your your main heavyweight talent at the top of your card, and you have them fighting in the TNT Championship. Now, whether or not this was supposed to happen because of COVID is another story. But I just mm-hmm. think that it just didn't need to happen. Um, and I, I don't like that uh, Cody won the title either. I just don't. I don't like it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I actually thought the match was uh, pretty good. Um, I, I agree that they didn't really need a title. Um, but I think... I actually was wondering that myself, too, if they made this tor- that tournament and the title because of COVID, you know? like I think there was always always in the works that they were going to have a mid-card title, yeah. but it seemed kind of rushed now. Um... But uh, in a way, I actually think that Cody needed the win only because, uh, I mean, at least you know, kayfabe wise, uh, he can't go for the title again, so they say, because he he ruined his chance at what full gear, and then um, and then he lost that Revolution against MJF. Yeah. So I actually think he needed a win, you know. I mean, because Cody's a credible wrestler, top talent, and at least along the lines of kayfabe and believability, I think that he needed a title. To kind of restore some of his credibility, you know, uh, and um, Lance Archer, I think it was a uh, was this this was his pay per view debut, I think. Yeah. right? Mm. I think it was an impressive showing. Definitely. Um, he, I don't think he really needs a title though either. Uh, John and I were saying that he might go for go after Moxley, which yeah. I think that would be interesting. I think it creates dude. a nice little nice yeah, little dude. He owes Moxley a receipt for that death match in in. In uh, Japan. And now you said Sean Spears and Cody can have... Yeah, Sean Spears and Cody is the built-in storyline for this TNT yes. title right now. So That's the only reason that I'm sort of okay with how it went down. Yeah. Queen kind of alluded to the title being not needed or whatever. And Drake, you mentioned mid-card title. But, John, during the show, you mentioned that this isn't a mid-card title. They're not treating it as a mid-card title, but to me, personally, hmm. this is a title that would make sense to put on a guy like Janela or Darby Allen. Yeah. Or not, like, the only reason Cody has this belt is because he can't, it kayfabe-wise, can't go for the world That's title. what I was thinking, yeah. and I think he needed a victory and on a pay-per-view. You, you mentioned that it felt rushed. Well, we pretty much got confirmed that it was rushed because JR said that the yeah. title belt that they presented isn't even mm-hmm. the actual title belt. Yeah. It's a placeholder for when the real one is finished. Mm. I did think that Mike Tice was kind of random, but I actually liked it when he was out there with Jake and Jake the Snake and Arn. Just all of them being out I there. I wanted them to fight, though. I know. I really. <laughs> I thought something was going to happen. I was a little disappointed with that. I thought there was going to be like an old man fight. I, wanted, I was dude, really jonesing for the old man Either fight. that or I, I wanted to see <laughs> Archer and Mike Tyson just beat the shit out yeah, of each other. Yeah, I thought it was going to happen. <laughs> I thought like Mike was going to uh, knock up both Jake and Archer. Yeah, yeah they, they needed to capitalize more on Mike Tyson. Yeah, they kind of dropped the ball with Mike. They didn't really do anything with him. The match itself was perfect. Yeah, but it's just there, there was a couple things they everything surrounding it was just weird. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I think it kind of we gotta let this. Do you think that it hurts hurts Archer's momentum that he lost to Cody Queen? 
No, I don't think so. Not at all. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think he's just going to be fine. Yeah. And and what I meant before about the tournament um, was I don't think that the finals were going to be this per se. Like, yeah. if they had access to their full roster, it'd be different. I think they were always going to have this tournament. But, I mean, it's a television title. Like, does Cody really need to have the television title? He's on TV all the damn time anyway in 15 different storylines. Put him yeah. in one of those. That is a good point. <laughs> yeah, and, like, in ideally, the finals of this tournament would have been Darby and Sammy, but they wound up on the same side of the bracket. Yeah. They did. Uh, and, like, I mean, Sammy's busy with the inner circle, and, like, I get sure. that. And, and they'll get down there in the road, but I don't know. I just feel like this match was such a big deal. And, like, for me, if you put them in that, like, let's just say, and eventually when Cody does challenge for the world title, um, you know, let's say it was that, you'd have the exact same match, right? Yeah. It's that high caliber. So I, I get it. I, I mean, if you don't want your TV title to, to be your mid-card, that's fine. Like, let whomever challenge for it and, and build it and have a good time with it. You know, in one sense, it makes sense to have Cody do it because, uh, you know, that's your guy. But yeah. at the same well, time, it's just, it's a little predictable. And I, I don't know, I'd like something a little unpredictable from Cody. I like him losing. It's different. It makes him desperate. I like desperate. Cody. See, I thought it was more predictable for Archer to win because Cody always puts the other guy over. That's why I I picked Archer well, to win. Well, I actually thought predicted Cody was going to win this time because I figured he that he he lost so many times and he needed this win. And also, uh, I I understand where where she's coming from. But remember, also they put um, some people might have not liked Jericho being the inaugural, inaugural champion, but they they made him right. the inaugural champion because he wanted to build it. I think maybe they're doing the similar thing with Cody in this TNT yeah. title, and eventually more deserving guys like Darby or Sammy would get it. Yeah, so, I'm you know gonna say. Mean? This, is that a good point? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This eventually, this is a title that needs to be on Jungle Boy. Yeah. Jungle Boy, <clears throat> Darby, Sammy, any of them. But definitely Darby or Jungle Boy for sure. I think, but I, I, I like what Drake said about Cody being the one to build this title up. Like Jericho did with the World yeah. title. That's just my thought on it. And that does make it make a little more sense. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, the next match we had... Was Penelope Ford subbing in for one the of, injured Britt Baker? One of multiple audibles called. <laughs> yeah, um, subbing in for the injured Britt Baker against the alien, the uh, alien Chris Statlander from what uh, galaxy? From the Andromeda Andromeda galaxy. galaxy. Uh, I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Like uh, the androgynous galaxy? I don't even know. No, Queen. That's where from. <laughs> Queen, I kind of felt that this match was meh. How about you? I actually thought they did a great job considering the circumstances. And, uh, you know, poor Britt Baker, that's going to, that sucks for her. She was on an upward uh, oh, yeah. upward trend here after turning heel and, and finally getting some momentum behind her. And I feel, I feel terrible about it. I think Penelope Ford is held back a lot by kicks. Sabian like I know that in in real life they're engaged and whatever and God bless you but uh why is he coming out on crutches all taped up girl you don't need him <laughs> Penelope Ford is a bad ass she can yeah. she's so athletic and super fun to watch in the ring and and she's being held back and she has been since she's been brought to this company in my in just my opinion because they've had her as a valet and and as a part-time wrestler mm -hmm. as opposed to a full-time wrestler I, th I think if you saw her more and the wider audience saw her more, it would feel a little bit different. But Chris Statlander is a freaking star. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend, if you haven't seen it, to watch her versus Chris Dickinson from GCW's, uh, well, Joey Janela's Escape from L.A. Yeah. Um, that woman is unfreaking real. Like, she picked up Nyla Rose on, on last week's, no, not, yeah, now last week's Dynamite. And, uh, you know, she's a super powerhouse. There's big things in her future. And I think that's what this match showed. Was it, you know, the best women's match? No, but it was definitely better than past um, women's matches they've had on their pay-per-view cards. So I'll take progress. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was more of a progress match. Uh, did you ever see the match she had with Kimberly in a cage uh, from beyond? <laughs> Sure did. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a damn good match. Chris Statlander sure is a star, and I'm glad she picked up the win. Drake, what did you think about this match? Uh, I thought it was, it was a decent match, but I wasn't fully invested in it because I was expecting you know Britt Baker. Uh, and I don't know, maybe I need to rewatch it, but like I'm not totally sold on Penelope Ford. But uh, you know, but I do like Chris Statlander a lot. Penelope um, Ford in the Indies was fantastic. See, I mm -hmm. didn't see her indie stuff, so. but like, Dude. like. Queen said she has been held back as being yeah. a valet. And on Dynamite, 
she, that in the past couple dynamites, you could tell she was a little rusty. But yeah. in this match, she hit her spots pretty damn well, especially that Rana off the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she uh, yeah, definitely good. looked better in this match than she did in the Fatal Four Way on this past week's dynamite. You mean the tag match? The, yeah, the, the Fatal Four Way yeah, was the week. The tag match. Um, and Penelope Ford, um, since you don't know much, she. If you give her a chair or a table or a ladder or a barbed wire baseball bat, she's she's hardcore. Like well, she, they should, they should, man, I'd she like moves to see like some hardcore women's matches. They I mean. should capitalize on that. She yeah, helped. They, yeah, they should. She helped Joe Janela win a death match once. Wow. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she did, and yeah. it was fantastic. <laughs> Can I let y'all in on a little secret? What's that? Sure. So, uh, yes. Well, two days ago now, Sunday, two days ago. Um, Brandy Rhodes hosted AEW Heels, which oh. is going to be a, a women's uh, fan group, which is going to be interacting with the women of AEW as well. And uh, one of the things that we got to talking about is we did a little poll and a vote about what we wanted to see next from the ladies, and we all voted for a ladder match. So, hey, maybe awesome. it's not so far uh, out of the future that we might Very see something nice. like that. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, I, t- I could see uh, the next title match being a ladder match oh dope when, when we talk about what happened with that title match yes because chris <laughs> statlander has is the number two uh spot aka the number one contender That's so right. the next match we had was uh dustin versus sean spears and this was uh <laughs> kind of let me up uh match it was a funny funny time um, Sean Spears' new gimmick actually <coughs> makes me kind of care about him. I've yeah. never cared about Sean Spears in my life, uh, whether it was in AEW or <laughs> elsewhere. I like um, I'm still riding that Sean Spears train. Me too, dude. I liked it. <laughs> but um, I thought uh, the comedy was good and the right man won. Uh, what would you think, Queen? I could have done without this, personally. But I, I will say that, uh, you know, Sean Spears is um, better in this gimmick than he has been the whole time. Though, <clears throat> I uh, him in a suit doesn't work for me. <laughs> I don't like that. I, I don't think it fit him. It did not fit him at all. And I was like, boy, what is going on with you? Like, this is, this is a mess. <laughs> What's mm-hmm. happening? I thought for a second that it was one of those suits that, like, tore away, you know? <laughs> That's what I thought, too. And I was like, like oh, there's boy. something underneath there? Like, and what's he doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there clearly was something underneath there. And Tully Blanchard's face. Color, yeah, Tully Blanchard, uh, Blanchard underwear. And um, I don't know why we had to have his pants pulled down, though. Like, why? Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. Why did Dustin have to show his ass in spanking? No, like, come on now. Okay, are we going to pretend that, that Dustin Rhodes just now became a freak? Yeah. <laughs> no, of course not. I just, well, I just don't need an AEW, honey. <laughs> like, this is what, this is payback for, tw- what, 20, 30 years ago now? For Goldust. For Goldust getting stripped years. down, and he was, they made him wear fucking lingerie. Like, th- this is payback for that. Really years like, later, Goldust character is almost twenty five years old. Wow. Yeah, because huh. it was like what, like ninety six. He's been around for a long and time. I thought the match, one of the best, was hilarious. I, I, I mean, I probably could have done without it too, but I ended up laughing my ass off. It was. I like, think Tully Blanchard is going to. Sean Spears is going to get a phone call from Tully Blanchard. Yeah, that, that boy, what the hell was that? It was just like getting like half naked. I, I thought it was hilarious. It was very good, like comedy relief, and I always liked uh, Sean Spears. Uh, Ty Dillinger in NXT. Yeah. You like them too. I like the mm-hmm. kind of thing. Got a little annoying when the fans do it all the time, you know? The, yeah. You have to make it, take a, they, they make a, a That's a, what happens. You do, you, there's you, a good you thing. do something cool. And they screw it up. I mean, these are, these are fans that sh- have chanted CM Punk for 10 years. And what? For 18 years? That have chanted CM Punk for 10 years and then <laughs> called him a sellout when he took a job. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, uh, <laughs> this is the fun little comedy match. Yeah. But it wasn't like really important to the card, but I, I still enjoyed it. And I'm glad that Dustin won, got some of his credibility back a little bit, you know? Yeah. Because obviously, you know, he's a veteran and wants to put people over too, so he's going to lose a lot, you know? But 
put put the young talent over and stuff. But you know, it does it didn't hurt Sean Spears losing. You know, I mean, yeah, it he's already kind Sean of a goofy Spears. character. I Your do goofy think... character works. Like, yeah, tonight the stuff he did remind me a lot of. Uh, remember Santino Morella? Yeah, the shit he did was. But yeah, this funny. was fine for what it was. But it is now time for Dustin Rhodes to get back on track and yeah. start hanging out with QT Marshall again and get that tag Q-T team Marshall. shit going. I, I wish he would tag with Sonny Kiss. Forget QT yes. Marshall. I wish I Sonny Kiss was the official team because on, on AEW Dark, I think at least once, maybe twice, they teamed up and it was magic. Mm-hmm. It was magic <laughs> and they have matching gear and everything. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say they had matching gear. I, I, I loved it. <laughs> Speaking of matching gear, I loved it when Dustin teamed with the Young Bucks. And had the Young Bucks pants on. I want to see Sonny Kiss on my oh, yeah. on my TV more than I want to see QT Marshall. I want to see Sonny Kiss on TV, god damn it. Me too. That's why one of the reasons I love Lucha Underground. Anyway. It's uh, like, he's one of the, the people that's like, just delegated to to uh, AEW Dark. And, and I don't, I don't and know it sucks. why. Uh, next is the Women's Championship. No DQ, no count out. Hikaru Shida versus na- Native Beast Nyla Rose. This was a very big surprise for me and was Amazing. probably my match of the night until the last match. Yeah. Um, Queen, what are your thoughts on this? Ah, oh, this was awesome. This was awesome. It was also my match of the night until the end. Um, <laughs> I. You know, Nyla, we can say a lot of things about Nyla, you know, being a little bit green and, and all that stuff. But she shows out on pay-per-views. Her match with Riho for the title was excellent. This one was better. And that match with Riho was excellent. <laughs> so uh, yeah. that says a lot. I, I really think that she has improved a lot. Um, it, she looked great. And she'd have looked 10 million times better, which mm-hmm. she should. She does unbelievable I encourage you, anybody listening, to go and watch some of her stuff from other promotions in Japan. You will be blown away by her talent. Just familiarize yourself with your new champion because she is a huge freaking deal. And I'm so, so glad. She was on freaking fire in this match. She looked every inch a champion. And uh, we're going to get a real strong fighting babyface champ. And I'm thrilled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're here. Uh, I, th- I th- also thought it was a fantastic match. I figured the match would be good, but I didn't think it was going to be amazing as it, as it was. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, she, uh, they both had a great outing. They both looked strong. Uh, there was a couple times there at the end. I thought it, when Nyla kept kicking out, my like, damn, like I was like I thought like it was it. You know, yeah. I've marked out a little bit. You know, we were marking out. This <laughs> was, this this match and the last match. We all were marking out. Uh, I, I was acting like a little kid, like on Christmas Day. That, that last match was the markout match for sure. But, um, but this match was really, really good. I like the spots. I like the the hardcore violence. You know, I was wanting to know why she didn't hit Nyla harder with the with the cane. Like she was hitting her kind of light, and then she hit her really hard at the end, and it broke the cane. And yeah. I think that's why they yeah. did that. I think she hit her light because she, she said, "I don't want to break it early. She, I have to break it." She right only now. has one. She only yeah. has one. No, I know. She just kept bringing out new canes and hitting her the hardest shit. This is a pay-per-view. I want the violence. Okay, I want the violence again. The blood. I want the blood and the violence. The actual, blood and guts. Speaking of, what, I can't wait to blood and guts. We probably won't get to like 2023. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it was a great match. And it I, should I, be worth the wait. I, I do need to watch more indie stuff. I am kind of like, you know, uh, you know, I'm not a big indie guy. But I need to go back and watch. <laughs> if you guys get, suggest and say somebody's yeah. good, I take your word for it. So, <laughs> I'm going to try to feel, familiarize myself whenever I'm not lazy. <laughs> so, Good match, though. I think Great. this was the best singles female match in AEW so far. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I agree it with does. that, 100%. And uh, it, going it, off of what Queen said... About Nyla showing out on pay per views, might have to start calling her Big Match a Nyla. Big Match Jones. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, that final crack with the Kendo stick was brutal, man. And the knee shot, mm. that knee. And uh, I took an arrow to the knee. Arrow to the knee. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, she had getting thrown through the poker table. Was hilarious in a good spot. Oh yeah, that was a great spot too. Um, I almost forgot about that. That was great. So much good stuff in this match to talk about. But 
I will just wrap it all in a nice little package by saying I'm very pleased with our new champion. And this is what I was talking about when I said Chris Statlander versus Hikaru Shida in a ladder match for the women's title would be amazing. Well, Tony Khan in the media scrum just said that uh, ladder matches are in the future for the ladies. So there you go. Nice. There it is. And it's crazy thinking just like a few years ago, what, like WWE had the first ever. And I want to say, those media scrums that Tony Khan does after these pay-per-views, genius. Yeah, it's awesome. Tony Khan is so smart. You said something about uh, Chris Statlander being able to lift Nyla Rose. We have now seen Sheeta lift her twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time, an avalanche oh, yes. Falcon Arrow, which was Woo! badass. And Very... once I saw that, I was like, all right, they got to put the title on Sheeta. I was so impressed now, by that. what I mean, you were saying, John, um, Chris Statlander versus Sheeta, I like them as a tag team. I like their friendship. I want to see Statlander win the title. I don't want her, I don't want it to be against Sheeta. Well, uh, she's the number one contender, so what are you going to do about it? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I don't like the idea she could lose it of, of right. face versus well, face. everything resets now. So, yeah, while true. she is the number one contender, they can, and they're going to have to, because Britt Baker is, is out, and, uh, you know, Nyla will do whatever Nyla does now that she's lost. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to work with whomever they have in the women's roster yeah. is what they're going to have to do. So we're, we'll see who kind of steps up. It's going to be interesting. I think she is going to hold on for, for a while. and I, I hope so. I did sure. think her versus Britt Baker was the best AEW match until tonight. Uh, as far yeah. as the women's go. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Solid. The next match on the card was for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. The self-proclaimed heavyweight champion, Mr. Brody <laughs> Lee, versus the actual champion, John Moxley. Uh, John Moxley uh, really built up this match on the microphone and yeah. uh, about a hailstorm of violence and this and that. And it kind of was violent. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of back and forth and uh, dodges and reversals. There was one big moment where the he paradigm shift shifted Brody Lee through the ramp, which was kind of cool. We haven't seen that in a while. Reminded me of Taz and Bam Bam Bigelow. No, yeah, oh, ACW. Yeah. Um, back, yeah, back in ACW. Forgot about uh, that almost. I feel like this match could have been much better than it was. What did you think, Queen? It definitely could have been better than it was. I feel like this, of all the the matches on this card, I feel like this was the one that suffered the most from yeah. the the pandemic situation because they didn't have a proper build. On paper, you have your you know your anti hero rebel champion, and then you have the exalted one who's supposed to be like this crazy badass like psycho character who's coming in to you know screw everything up. And um, they didn't have enough time to kind of flesh that out. And, you know, they did what they needed to do. And I thought um, it hit really well. Actually, I thought Moxley looked excellent in this match. I yeah. thought it was hit a perfect mixture of his WWE, New Japan, and AEW personas kind of all together. Uh, it was nice to see. I can agree with that. Yeah. Actually. He's kind of like the full package now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, did, I did like the finish to the match. Uh, yes, me as well. It left, it, it left uh, Brody to still look strong because he didn't tap he didn't get pinned so uh if you're listening to this he got choked out by moxley after like three paradigm shifts which was awesome mm-hmm. uh drake what yeah. were your thoughts on the match um well uh, page actually brought up uh, an interesting point well, how come when they do when they when they choke someone out they don't do the arm raise anymore uh, you know what i mean one two then yeah, I agree. I thought it was a little weird. Yeah, because I was, you know, they don't, I don't know, they, I don't know, treat it like it's like an actual like MMA fight or something. However, uh, I like yeah. the match. I did actually, I actually like the match a lot, but I also, I, I can also agree that I think because of like the pandemic, they could have built it more. It did seem a little rushed, a little random. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I still liked it, but they could have done more. I, I did like, I like a lot of the brawling because like both of these guys. Or brawlers or strikers, you know, right. hitters. They're down and dirty. And I like. I was big fans of both of these guys. WWE. I love Dean Ambrose. I love uh, Luke Harper. Uh, I so I naturally love these guys. Uh, over like before they came to AW. 
Um, but yeah, it was just it's nice to see them though in a non WWE environment finally uh, living up to their full potential without you know Vince and writers holding them back. So like even though yeah it could have been better, but I still like to see them uh, you know uncensored and like doing their own thing like without. Oh like, yeah, I mean, not the it was, WWE. It's def- it definitely better than the WWE version of this match. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. exactly. Uh, and they've had good <laughs> decent matches as Ambrose and Harper. Yeah. But it's just nice to see them like as like their their true form, so to speak. And the, uh, even though the match uh, it was good, it could have been better. The, the end spot really made up for it with the yeah, ramp and the blood. Did. I love that. Can't even do blood to me with constantly. <laughs> I will say after this match, I was feeling sleepy. I was feeling tired, but man, it I got I got picked right back up <laughs> when this match ended. And we got what we got after. What did you think of the match itself? The though? match itself? Put me to sleep. I agree. Uh, it kind of did put me to sleep oh, you a little a big bit. Fan? Okay. Um, I do agree. Could have been better. I also agree that it was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> With the lack of build to it. Um, yeah, so it's kind of somewhere in murky water. So. Yeah, Luke Harper. Or not Luke Harper. Brody Lee. <laughs> Oops. Definitely random. Definitely random choice yeah. for a challenger for Mox for this yeah. pay per view. Who else did they have? Yeah. Uh, they could have put MJF in this spot instead of having him face Jungle Boy, but that match ended up being awesome. Uh, I think could have just had the Jericho rematch, but Jericho ended up being in the Stadium Stampede. Yeah. Could have had Hangman in this match, but Hangman ended up being in the Stadium Stampede. Could have had Omega in this match, but had to be... Wardlow. I don't know. Or the fucking Brian Uh, Cage, dude. (laughs) I'm a little little biased because I've always loved these guys. So, like, I... I I mean, yeah. said I loved it, but, like, it, you know, probably wasn't as good. I loved seeing Mox back in my ring. I'll say that. Absolutely. (laughs) In your ring. In my ring. Oh, shit. (laughs) Get out of my ring. Wait, you got some of that con money? Yeah. You better give me some. That's my... Fuck, man. This is, he has all these... And these the, he said this show was for the people. Oh, you fucking... <laughs> me? Give me some Give me some of the con money. I don't know. <laughs> it's in my... Anyway, it's, it's in my... Uh, offshore, the, it, the final it, match... It's in my offshore bank account. <laughs> the final match of the evening. Let me tell you. We could do a podcast just about this match. <laughs> we really could. This was the most chaotic thing I've ever seen. It was... Tim. Something else. The stadium stampede. <laughs> Much better than the Manitoba Melee. Uh, to be fair, that was on Flim Flam. TikTok, yeah, <laughs> whatever it was. It was on Flim Flam. I don't, I don't <laughs> it's their version of TikTok, damn it. You just t- you accept I it. didn't understand. I thought the Flim Flam was the dance. No, Flim Flam was the actual platform that it was on. Oh. Okay, actually, I think I was confused, too. I don't yeah. even know anymore. But... So there was a number of fantastic <laughs> spots. There was a number of fantastic moments. Queen, what were some of yours? Oh, my goodness. Well, I I think that Matt jumping off of the goalpost is just something that you'll remember. Hangman entering on the horse for the second time. By the way, so dope. Um, I really think that the bar scene, actually, with him, Hager, and Kenny was dope. Um... You know, Matt Hardy is Matt Hardy. What else can you say about that? That whole sequence in the pool was insane. <laughs> the um, lake of reincarnation! Yes, Sammy getting chased by a golf cart again was dope. But I mean, <laughs> yes. ultimately, like, how do you top the ending? You don't. A one-winged angel from the best bout machine all the way down onto that platform. Like, shh. It's over. You're done. It's it's perfect. Nothing beats it. It's it's one of the best things uh, I've seen. It's a little bit of DDT Pro uh, oh, brought yeah. in an American uh, way, and and somewhere in Japan, Ibushi is just like ah, so good. <laughs> Golden lovers. Yeah. Right. I know some shit, and um, apparently he had his birthday recently. Huh? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Yesterday yeah. or the day. Happy birthday, Kodo. Um. I, I loved it. I was like a little kid on Christmas. There's so many spots. Yeah. I was cracking up. I was, I was screaming. 
You know, and it makes you wonder, speaking of Matt Hardy, would we even have matches like this if it wasn't for the original Final Deletion in yeah. 2016? That was kind of like the the, the spearhead of like the, the start of these yeah. cinematic matches. And let's be honest, WWE took a page out of the book and was copying them. Look at the Boneyard match. Look uh, at Bray. They always copy people. Look at Bray White and Cena. Do you remember uh, the um, the Wyatt versus New Day? They, yeah. they do. They always copy people, but they're the mm-hmm. only company that doesn't get caught out for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I call them that all the time. <laughs> I mean, we do. Yeah. We do. I'm but talking like, about the, the cretins on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> but I still, them. despite that, I still ended up being entertained by what they did at Mania with the Boneyard thing and yeah. and White. But then, um, yeah, but Tim, I, I'm, it all, it's all making a point. Don't rush me. <laughs> um, but then the stadium match. Yeah, he's not the, the fucking TNT title over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything I say has a reason, and I come back to a point, so. Um, because I, take well, yeah, <laughs> because I, I talked about that because I, like I said the cinematic because this is like one of them cinematic matches and yeah. it was hilarious and I loved all the spots every spot that you named with the uh, was it, it was a Nick or Matt that jumped off the, the, the football Matt Jackson uh, that was awesome uh, you know the table spot uh, Matt Hardy or Damascus wherever he was in the pool that was hilarious First, he was domestic. Him taping up Ortiz in a chair. The, the wheel, chair of wheels. The chair of wheels. <laughs> about the, how about the matter of facts? The matter of facts. With oh, the, yeah. The 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 Max. Max. That was one of my favorite moments I was forgotten. With the right. fucking version one uh, jacket. Oh, my God. Yeah, the matter to the matter Literally, of facts. Literally, everything that happened in this match had us going, oh, my God. Like, we all sounded like Joey fucking Styles oh my watching God. this match. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, the, it, it, there was just so many fun moments, and the, the match lasted like at least a half hour. Yeah, I love the Heyman coming on the horse. It's funny, John called that. He's like, "Where's Heyman? Like, what if he comes in on a horse?" And then literally on cue, he came out. On the horse. And then his granddad said, "And he should run and Sammy Guevara over and a soothe." Yeah, and bam, he was. Yeah. Yeah. he got hit. For, he went over to, he chased with the horse. He got chased with the car. I love the bar scene because I don't see my camera. Sammy Guevara can't catch a fucking break, dude. You know? <laughs> no, it shouldn't. I just loved how it was like a movie, man. I loved it, you know. Um, and they did it so they did it so much better. And I, it, I loved the the Jericho. <laughs> Jericho. Oh, he threw the red flag. It was so hilarious. <coughs> I'm challenging the I'm call. Challenging I'm the challenging play. it. Bullshit. And she goes back to the truck. You do a really good Jericho, dude. Thank you. <laughs> Tim knows how how I am a person. Yeah, <laughs> we both do. Yeah. And Aubrey actually went and like reviewed the tape. Oh my god. You're a terrible ref. Yeah. This is bullshit. <laughs> uh, it's, I was just, it was, I probably the, watched it like a hundred more times. The inner circle in the football gear. Yes. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> they have to sell those jerseys. Yeah. Please sell those jerseys. Queen. And, oh, yeah, sweet. Any more thoughts, Queen, before I continue? Oh, my goodness. I mean, what else can we say? It's. Okay. It was a perfect ending. Uh, to a pay-per-view and it left everybody talking and uh, you know that's what you want like I don't know if wrestling fans are going to be able to sleep tonight after what we got at the end of this show and oh I'm oh, definitely going to sleep uh, I mean I'm going to sleep but like... yeah, and the stereotypical when he when he slammed when I uh, was it uh, who slammed who down the bar and he said it was like an 80s hey, action you're... movie hey, yeah you're... yeah it was like, it was hey, like we're watching it. an 80s comedy it was action an 80s, film it was dude. an 80s bar fight dude <laughs> I loved how, how uh, they poured each other a drink one with whiskey and one with milk oh yeah milk and whiskey how about when Hager came into the bar and he sat next to Heyman and they poured drinks and the Heyman was like, you looking for a fight? Good shit, And Jake Hager yeah, goes, fantastic. And Jake Hager goes, yep. It was one of the <laughs> most... slammed the cup down and they started high, fighting. It was one of the most highly entertaining and highly original things I've ever seen. So crazy. Yeah, and that's why I was comparing it to the WWE mm-hmm. stuff because it's like, the cinematic stuff, this is like a newer kind of thing. Yeah. And we weren't sure if it was live it's all, or pre It's all because... There I think Matt Hardy revealed that it was probably taken. There had to have been at least parts. That and it's funny because I, I actually... Well, Jericho, as soon as Jer- Matt went in the water, I'm like, watch him come out. Watch yeah. something different. And it happened. Jericho tweeted something earlier today that it was the best thing he's he's ever been involved with. So I, really? I, I think that it was not live. but uh, Yeah, they definitely uh, pre-recorded it. It was yeah. pre-recorded. But it was so entertaining. It, it doesn't matter if there's no fans if it's live or not. We have now 100% confirmation... That Sammy Guevara is indestructible. <laughs> <laughs> he is a threat that must be neutralized. Yeah. We have seen him get his jaw shattered with a super kick. 
We have seen him be <laughs> run over by a golf cart. We have seen him get slammed through a platform from like it looked like a, at least a twenty foot drop. We have Matt seen Hardy him, broke his neck. Matt Hardy slammed his neck in a neck brace into a chair. But Sammy Guevara boot twice. Sammy Guevara is like a jobber that wins matches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He just he's gets a very, annihilated. He's a very comes interesting back. character. I like him. Love okay. him. Uh, ending the show. Queen, where do you think AEW goes from here? Up and up, honey. Up yeah. and up. All all signs are up. Or as the Street Profits would say, right? Profits are up. Um, mm. Things are going to be good for them. Um, we got a lot of interesting things. Some... Feuds closing, others opening. I think we're going to have a very interesting show on Wednesday as the post show to this pay-per-view. I think we have, um, you know, seeing Brian Cage on television is going to be very interesting for the first time with oh, Taz, yeah. where we'll get a little explanation more so than their um, their post-match uh, uh, video that they put out. We're going to get a real, real something, and that's going to be a treat. And, you know, we're going to kind of see where they're going to take the direction of the TNT Championship. So they have a lot of things to kind of flesh out, you know? Did you just think of something? I just thought of something. John just thought of something. Taz needs to end all promos about Brian Cage with the words, survive if he lets you. Oh, that's yeah. good, dude. Ooh, that's good. You. I like yeah. that. Because of his old promo. Because of survive if I let you. Yeah. Right. You see, that was in his song. Can you, it used see, to be. can you see them two going head to head with uh, Archer and Snake too? I know it'll be heel and heel, but I oh, it's like, coming. I yeah. like heel versus heel matches, man. Yeah. You know? That's gonna be and just seeing the old manager seeing managers again, especially like legends, it's just it's beautiful. I love it. I agree. Um September fifth September fifth is all out. All out. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we will be uh we will be looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Queen, do Absolutely. you have any uh anything you wanna plug, anything you wanna talk about? Actually I would, now that you um brought up um uh, all Out, I started uh, two days ago, the All Out Challenge. So last year it was Full Gear, the Full Gear Challenge. And um, I thought this this year we can make it the All Out Challenge. So starting officially today, Sunday, which is after the pay-per-view, um, we're going to be you know going hard on all of our goals, whatever those are. Um, and uh, I'm going to try to get in as many people involved as possible. So whatever you're doing, whether it's diet, exercise, uh, mental health, whatever, uh, put the hashtag all out challenge in your tweets and let the community see what you're up to. Like We're trying that. to spread some positivity yeah. out here. Um, and uh, that's basically what I got going yeah, on. And, uh, we need, we yeah, need that some positivity. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, Queen, thank you for being on our show. Thank you. It was once again a great time talking to you. Drake, thank you for coming on. Yeah, it's been too, it's, it's been it's, too long. It's a long time coming, man. Long I don't know why it's been so long. Things just happen, life happens. Now I'm here, baby. <laughs> John, thank you for being you. And, uh... Are you doing an orange Cassidy yep. thumb? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, well, like, I'm like, what's wrong with your thumb, dude? Wherever you are in the world, whether it's morning, noon, or night, you have a great one, and peace, and you love get in on, to all on of you. Bang!